0: Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com.
1: Yoy! I'm not gonna worry about your level of concern. and double We're talking about Twitter.
0: Triple joy. Think of how stupid the average
1: person is and then realize half of them are stupider than that. I don't send messages. I just make moves. We mock ourselves. Some people think that you know you can be mean on the internet but that still makes you a good person right you know john gruden you, oh you know just because you you read my emails doesn't make me a bad person well on this show we believe the the person that you that you tweet as is the person you are i, I don't that's i don't I think i conjugated my verbs right but that doesn't matter because this is what Jin's talking about the conversation about the Steelers social media conversation, all verb conjugations accepted. <laughs> I'm Kyle Kreiss coming to you from Universal City Walk. With me in the 412 is Greg Benevent. Hello. Are you in your seats at Acroshore? Are you waiting for uh, week two? Uh, I I am
0: not. I'm uh, a few miles away in my mother's house. uh, I'm sitting um, in the guest room here beneath a a framed uh, large ticket uh, uh, with uh, Roethlisberger's face on it from last year. Uh, I did want to say to what you said earlier is that our podcast takes the bold stance that if you tweeted something, it was you that actually did it.
1: Yeah, yeah, it wasn't, you know, that wasn't your mean, your mean version. Your, uh, you know, it wasn't your, it
0: wasn't your shadow self.
1: Your dark half. Uh, <laughs> you are the person that you tweet as. And I'll tell you what, man, Steeler Nation is showing their Twitter stripes uh, this week. <laughs> you know, oh, gosh, this, these roster cutdowns brought up the worst. How can, how can roster cutdowns bring out the worst? We haven't played a snap yet. Uh, we'll get to that in the second mm-hmm. half, uh, you know, where worst fan behavior. Uh, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll set a standard. I guess the standard is to be set high. Uh, bef- you right. Know. Well, not on Twitter, but it should be. Yeah. Uh, but, of course, the big conversation is, you know, hey, I, I thought the QB battle was settled, but I think we got one more chance to play the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> QB-22, where are you? We've got some work to do now. QB-22, who are you? We need some help from you now. You know we've got a mystery to solve. Which QB do we want in gold and black? But don't get sad. If QBs do what they should do, then they can earn themselves a yellow jacket. I thought it was settled. I, the, everyone thought it was. The media thought it was settled. Some people thought there was no QB competition in the first place. But then we got to get to the tweets <laughs> at Mark Cabali. Mark Cabali, you, you'll be you'll be appearing throughout this show. Uh, so-called insider Mark Cabali. Who said it was settled, Tomlin said about the QB competition. I think he's having fun with this. It's not settled. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think, you know, we, we until we get that Tomlin press conference on Tuesday, we may not get the starter uh, announcement. So does is there still a room for decision or is this a settled battle? Oh, I think it's settled. I just love the way
0: Tomlin is doing this because hopefully it gets the Bengals to not think on some level it's settled. Hopefully, they have to waste practice time uh, preparing for multiple quarterbacks. I mean, not that, you know, uh, in terms of preparation, there's probably some huge difference between Pickett and Mitch. But, um, but yeah, anything that uh, makes the other team have to doubt somewhat is uh, certainly worth it.
1: Well, or is he playing, is Tomlin playing three-dimensional chess? Which is, I think it's just chess. Uh, right. <laughs> here's at... MP Frazier, Mike Frazier, I think Coach Tomlin being cagey about QB1 makes it more likely that Pickett ends up the starter. He basically said the job was Mitch's to lose earlier in the summer. Now he won't answer. I don't think he's decided, and he's leaning toward Pickett. Could there be some 11th hour uh, tossing and turning? I, I, I kind of, on, on my way in to the studio today, I kind of thought, hey, I'm, I'm in for Pickett week one. Let's do it. Let's go.
0: Well, I mean, it's it's I'd certainly back that if that was the ultimate decision. But I I, I don't think that's the case just because, you know, there's the, the opposite. There's what Tomlin's saying versus what Tomlin's doing and what Tomlin's doing every time is putting Mitch out there with the ones at the start of every practice. And then, well, it isn't settled. But, uh, but the fact that you're thinking this, that the fact that Mr. Fraser's thinking this, means that somebody in Southern Ohio surely is thinking the same thing, which makes it absolutely worth it. But
1: you know this just this week Tomlin told us I don't send messages I just make moves. He no messages. There's no messages <laughs> to be looked into with this. But I don't know. Now I'm thinking, you know, could he could he come out there on Tuesday and say, "Hey, we saw it. We saw Kenny. We're we're going with it. We we seen it. I talked to Mitch. I had a I had a, you know, I had a Mitch down. I had a sit down with Mitch and uh mm-hmm. and I, I you know, I could see it. I I don't know. Maybe I'm talking myself into it, but uh Steeler Nation is uh, it, there's a fine tightrope walk. Be- between Mitch and Kenny right now, let's go to yes at the Fed 23, Ryan Fedrau. Mitch Trubisky just took the Steelers 92 yards with some strong throws and good coverage. Six for six on the drive, 15 for 19, 160 yards, one TD, QB one. He earned it. Uh, I mean, I, it wasn't, uh, he wasn't Aaron Rodgers out there, but did he do enough in the Lions game to to change anyone's minds about qb1
0: well i mean i, I i'm still of the opinion and I, I i believe mitch is, tomlin's gonna start mitch up until the moment tomlin doesn't say that the first time tomlin has pickett go out there with the ones in practice then i'll believe there's a real thing but yeah i watched that drive with you and i think the same thing we both thought was that wow mitch looks pretty good in this drive but also he keeps picking on this one corner I for, I forget what his name was, but he was number nineteen, and it seemed like whether it was Pick the guy was matched up with Pickens or the guy was matched up with
1: Sims, that's where the ball was going. So uh, you know, some people saw that same performance and saw it differently. I guess you know everyone mm. has a perspective. Is that the same as an opinion? I don't know. Uh <laughs> at <laughs> Dirk Lursic, you pit mm. eighty nine. Trubisky twice with prime field position only got field goals. He doesn't have it. Uh, is, is there a point to be made that uh, that you know we, he got Mitch got the short end of the field and uh, could only play small ball couldn't couldn't punch it in? Well, a couple things. Is one,
0: I mean, that's you know three things. One, that is absolutely worrisome for when they play a team that's better than the Lions in a game that does count. Uh, two, you know, as great as Ben was. I remember that happening a lot of, lot of times. And three, finally, we have something else to measure in the preseason. There is poise, there is grit, and there is
1: it. It, it factor, it factor is, uh, is that just a pass fail? I don't even know if you can grade, you know, it's either you have it or you don't. There's no like, that's
0: true. You can't be like, well, this guy is 60%
1: it <laughs> 60. Although PFF might coming, coming soon to a PFF <laughs> rating. A
0: 152.4 it rating.
1: The it rating. Uh, how about, let's see what the, the, the local insiders had to say. This is from, uh, at Ron cook, PPG. Ron Cook from Pittsburgh Post-Gazette, Mitch Trubisky answered any quarterback questions with his preseason performance. Now, sure, he put up some statistical, uh, he put, you know, statistically a fine game there, but did he answer all questions in, in the quarterback position there?
0: No, I mean, and I don't think there's it'd be. And again, if he answered all questions, uh, uh that would be even more worrisome. I mean, something I've thought about a million times during this pre season. I don't know if I mentioned it on here. I remember sitting with you, uh, going into the 2019 season when Ben at that game against the Titans, when they went up and down the field on that one drive, everything looked perfect, and it never looked that good again the rest of the year, even before Ben got hurt. So if Mitch answered all the questions, I think I doubt even more. It, uh, he looked like he could run behind that line. He looked like his arm was live. He didn't throw any inter- bad interceptions. He didn't throw any interceptions. Yeah, that, yeah. that answered of the two million questions you could a- ask. That answered what one and a half million of them.
1: Okay, okay, that's a, that's a lot of questions answered. I guess I guess you. I guess Ron Cook a is a lot uh, of
0: questions. Not all the questions. All is the word I bumped on.
1: Um, let's. Well, you know, again, some people. At Cincy Suave, I guess this is the uh, this is the Bengal uh, viewpoint from Santori Miles. Steeler fans are all hyped because Trubisky threw four decent passes against the Lions backups who picked first overall four months ago. Is there any point to this? You know, we didn't even we haven't seen a sixty-minute game out of Mitch yet. We've we've seen drives, we've seen uh, throws, we've seen individual performances uh, against the Lions, against the Jags. Uh, well you know is it going to be a different story week one in riverfront is it riverfront stadium what is it <laughs> no it's i think it's i think it i forget if it's paul brown
0: i think that might that's be right Cleveland. i don't know what it's called now the last time i heard anyone mention a name was that segment on uh, uh uh you know the um the hbo show with the guy that used to be on the daily show when he made fun of them having a hologram i forget what it's called
1: oh well anyway do what do you, what do you think you is uh are we overhyping mitch or uh or are Cincy fans right? Or, you know, is he just he's just playing against Bum so well, far? Well,
0: one, we have no idea what's going to happen uh, in a 60-minute game because we were never going to see him play 60 minutes in the preseason. If he played 60 minutes in the preseason, we know he wasn't going to start because no one would do that because that's completely insane. It, um, Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's entirely possible the Steelers lose badly to the Bengals. Why? Because that's what happened last year twice. So that, that can't be rolled out as something. But uh, as we also learned last year, even if the Steelers do lose badly, that by no means ruins or tanks the season. So, um, yeah, I, 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 that, that it's, this is what I'm saying about there still being at least 500,000 questions left to go.
1: Uh, okay, 500,000 and a Mitch is one, Well, apparently. <laughs> uh, let's move on to how about at Audrey Ratajak audrey Radijek. the steelers are living in their fears with mitch so you know th- th- there could be a point there should we just put kenny in we've seen kenny is he ready to go week one
0: i mean I, well i i love the idea of you know we don't live in our fears but there's a big difference between like not living in your fears and like uh, uh, uh just driving your car into a ravine because like why would you be afraid of gravity like there's a big difference you know it, it it's okay i understand it's okay to do something that's at least moderately conservative versus uh, uh, uh the highest risk factor in any given circumstance
1: well even if he is the better qb is there a reason not to play him like at Jim Stam 22 for the city 412. No way. I'm putting Kenny Pickett behind this offensive line to start the season. Not until I see what they have or don't have. Can't do it, in my opinion. Or you know, is is not playing Kenny? Uh, protecting him from from what's going to be uh a, a pretty beat up season. I mean, it,
0: it could be a pretty tough uh, for the offensive line particularly early i mean cincinnati's uh uh, defensive line that hendrickson guy had a wonderful season for them last year there's no reason to think he won't again this year it um yeah i it, it just seems it's so easy to start mitch and see where things go from there it's not like the players are in the locker room are thinking oh the coach is starting mitch he's giving up on the season he could lose the locker room it just makes a lot of sense to start mitch but that's
1: me it could i could be talked out of it too if if Tomlin comes out on Tuesday and says, you know what, we saw we we've seen enough, and all things being equal, we're gonna go Kenny Pickett week one. Uh, would would that create an uproar, or would I think fans would rally around it, or would oh, they? The fans
0: would definitely rally around it, but I mean it's it's. You'd run into the shadow version, not to keep using that phrase, of uh, 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 you know what would happen when Mitch throws that first interception the first time Kenny does, the first time Kenny throws a bad interception, the first time Kenny makes a bad decision, the first time Kenny gets sacked because he doesn't get rid of the ball, then there'll be a lot of should have played Mitch.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, the- so, they're, they're, I mean, no rally around it. and No rally around it more than they would for Mitch. But, you know, this being where we are and who we're with, there will always be some kind of backlash
1: we love pittsburgh pa yeah love love uh love steeler nation uh the national media is kind of flip-flopping it's like a big game of pinball they don't know you know sometimes in the same sentence they'll be like it's team mitch no it's team kenny uh mm-hmm. wh- why don't we uh why don't we break down some of the some of the, the national uh, opinions we got here because uh well you'll hear it. it's right here Who should the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers be week one?
0: Uh, who should be the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh
1: Steelers? Yeah.
0: Who's on first? That's what I'm trying to find
1: out. Who can i I'd be shocked if it isn't Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky wins. You have to start Trubisky. Because Mitchell Trubisky wins. I just think it's obvious to go with Trubisky. Kenny Pickett has done enough to be the starter. I think Pickett has it, and I'd like to see him out there week one.
0: Pickett looks good. Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy to step in, and I think he's mature enough to handle that.
1: Uh, who should be the starting quarterback for the Pittsburghs? Yeah. I think it's going to be Trubisky.
0: The starting quarterback should be Mitchell Trubisky. Hey, Trubisky's
1: slinging it. Mitch was even better than those numbers.
0: I think Trubisky is going to be the starting quarterback all year, and I think this team is going to make the playoffs. How do you like that? <laughs> Kenny Pickett's gonna excite more than Trubisky. Pickett is special though, like don't
1: you have a gut? All of that was there, for sure, on display once again from Kenny Pickett. But you gotta let Kenny Pickett fail.
0: Trubisky didn't do anything to lose it.
1: I think the guy that started out as the favorite going into the preseason is ending it as the favorite and that's Mitch Trubisky. I think it makes no sense to throw Pickett to the Wolves. Kenny Pickett's going to be the guy to step in, and I think he's mature enough to handle that. It's the same completion, it's the same yards, it's pretty much the same everything. They both played really well. I don't think there's that much separation.
0: Starting Pickett is the decision that's harder to unmake. I don't think he's done anything to sit here and go, this is my job. They've got issues no matter who the quarterback is. Mitch has been great.
1: Kenny seems special. It don't matter who your quarterback's going to be. If he starts this year,
0: he's going to have four games, you're going to want to bury the tape.
1: Who should the starting quarterback of the Pittsburgh Steelers be week one? Who's
0: on first? That's what I'm trying to find out.
1: So a lot of flip-flopping in the national media. (laughs) I just kind of want to jam to that a little bit. Uh, I know. I
0: was sort of moving back and forth, too. I mean, the two things that jumped out at me is that, one, again, this gets back to what Carvalho said at the beginning. Tomlin thinks this is great. The fact that no one seems to have a clear answer, even though Tomlin's very much giving you a clear answer, not what he says, but what he does, is fantastic. And two, and I harped on this last year, I remember the day after, when we did that episode after the Bears game, we had Colin Coward on here. I mean, we didn't have him on here, thank (laughs) God, but we used the clip, and he said... You know, but ah, the Steelers escaped that game, the bad call, and all this. But which franchise would you rather be today—the team with Justin Fields or the Steelers that are on the way down? Meanwhile, here we are coming into another season, and which team would you rather be today? It's the same one you would have rather been t- that Tuesday in November.
1: That's right. That's right. You're exactly right. You're exactly right. I coach there agrees. We go. Uh, you there know, we go. but uh but hey I, i'm i hey, i'm predict i'll predict it i'm gonna call a shot now i don't do this but i'm gonna call out I'll, you watch on tuesday he's gonna mm-hmm. come out like stone cold steve austin and shock the world with a kenny pickett announcement i don't know i don't know i'm feeling it i'm well, feeling it
0: You're the one. Well, i mean you did get uh with the, the shock the world with boykin making the team right i think that was that was one that you did a few months ago if i remember correctly
1: well you know and, uh, if, that, if that, i don't know if that shocked the world that might have uh that might be like licking the nine volt i don't know well i
0: <laughs> I mean, it's, it's. I mean it took the, the Johnson injury but he might have made it anyway you never know but it uh but yeah
1: we'll get to some of, we'll get to some of those roster cuts in the second half of the show um okay because we you know as much love as uh we there might be for Tomlin's qb1 game there's a lot of hate for how he played it against uh Seattle no who'd we play against uh Detroit. the Lions I uh, did I
0: had to look it up too and I was with you watching the game yes
1: From at Colin Dunlap. Colin Dunlap, TJ Watt being in the third preseason game against the Detroit Lions late in the second quarter is the dumbest possible decision Mike Tomlin can make. I honestly don't even want to hear some sort of justification. Uh, You know, is there justification? Uh, You know, I I can think of one. Well, the only justification I thought of was the one that did come out was that, you know, uh,
0: TJ wanted to play, he wanted to go back in seemed like he was fine and he wanted to go back in there i mean it's i mean i personally wouldn't start anybody ever in the preseason that's the one thing i always respect about the champion rams is they never play anybody they just uh you know they treat the preseason like this but you know you got to get they said over and over again you got to get people reps and this is the danger of doing that it um hopefully it works out and tj plays a lot more of the season at a higher level than he did even last year i mean it's when he doesn't miss so
1: many games And uh, one thing that no one's really talking about, there weren't that many rushers on the lineup anymore at that point, okay? Alex Highsmith wasn't playing. Uh, You had uh, Hamilcar uh, out there. You had Deontay Scott, you know? Mm -hmm. So uh, there's just not anyone left to play the position. So yeah, he's going to play a little bit longer than everyone hoped because... There's just no one else. You're gonna gas people. You're gonna gas Deontay Scott and risk injury. If you if you watch that latest hard knocks, uh, those some of those Detroit players were gassed. They were hurt. they getting hurt. Uh, so you know you got to think about everybody, uh, not just.
0: Right, but I also think I, I. But giving the choice, I would have rather gassed Deontay Scott. I could have lived with that, considering they caught him
1: less than 48 hours later. <laughs> Here's the tweet from. At Billy Ash Jr. Billy Ash, does Mike Tomlin not get this whole preseason thing? This is by far one of the dumbest things I've ever seen him do, and that's pretty big considering he ran on the field and tried to tackle a player once. Is uh well how what what how? Pardon me, where does this rank in dumb moves as far as playing TJ Watt mean, in the preseason? There.
0: I mean, I, I always thought the one you know, I remember being at the game. Uh, uh, against the, I want to say it was the Browns that was irrelevant on the road, the Super Bowl forty-three, and he still started Ben, and Ben got carted off, and gave us the thumbs up. And obviously that worked out. But if that hadn't, and Toblin didn't have that Super Bowl ring, that would change things dramatically. But, um, but yeah, this is, uh, 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 you know, it's 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 a gamble. I mean, and I think that's, and I think it, it's it's okay to say that this was a gamble that did not pay off. That may not have been worth it
1: okay all right well I, you know like you said uh it it it, it worked out so far so so uh, far
0: i mean it's it's if, if it, yeah i mean but if, if what to take himself out of the game or isn't able to play some point i mean it's because this is a, hopefully this isn't a lingering thing every and i take Tom at his word that these guys would have come back if it had been a game that mattered well and, I, you know
1: what certainly didn't seem concerned on the sidelines Watt is going to, you know, he's going to, if history is any indication, Watt is going to miss some games to injury uh, at some point during the season. It's gonna, probably right. in, inevitable. And we know that Steelers' uh, win percentage plummets when he doesn't play. <laughs> so right. just, you have to be ready to, be ready for it, you know, accept it and be ready for it. Uh, embrace it, you know, don't seek <laughs> comfort in, oh, he could have gotten hurt, he, but he didn't, he didn't. Um Let's go to, okay, let's go, let's go to at by Josh Carney, Josh Carney, some reckless, recklessness here from Jerry Dulack didn't even mm. attempt to back up the claim that Mike Tomlin was mad at Dan Campbell for how the Lions finished the game. Uh this is the quote from uh DuLac, apparently Mike Tomlin was not happy after that Lions game in particular for the Lions calling an onside kick with 30 seconds remaining. The Steelers did not like that Campbell had his quarterbacks attempt 12 consecutive passes in the final 2 minutes. Uh I don't, did did, did did I didn't see anything about that from other than, uh, other than Dulac.
0: No, I didn't either. And I, I also didn't look because one, I mean, who cares? But it, you know, and it, it's something I could certainly back up. Like, okay, I could understand. All right, the Lions coach wants to work on an onside kick. I mean, it's against the backups, but sure. You let your kicker practice in real time. I understand that it. it didn't bother me. But I mean, there's also, you know, Mike Tomlin was not happy. This does not mean like, Again, this is where we can't we can't read for tone or what was actually said. Mike Tomlin was not happy. This does not mean like Mike Tomlin went up to him and said, look, I hate this guy and I wish we could run him out of the league and he shouldn't be a coach. But in terms of Mike Tomlin saying, well, that was a waste of time. That can sound that means that he was not happy as much. It could just be it could just be a look. It could be a gesture. I mean, it's there's a lot of ways to convey you're not happy that do not mean like, ah, nuclear crisis.
1: I don't know. You know, if you watched, if you, again, if you watch Hard Knocks, first of all, it was a great kick. So. Uh, Yo, Det- yeah. Detroit learned many things, or maybe the whole league learned many things about how to kick an onside kick. Um, mm-hmm. The person who the, who recovered the onside kick for Detroit, uh, it was it was was so amped up. He asked the ref for the ball, and the, the oh, wow. and the ref did this whole cute little thing to present the ball to him. So uh, that wasn't just you know an insignificant play for the people on the on the special teams there. I know a lot of people want to ignore special teams, but that wasn't you know insignificant. Uh, I I have the audio from the, the handshake after the game, and I don't see any, uh, you know, I can't pick any type of attitude from Tomlin here. Here's the, here's the sound. Good job, man. Best, Best man. You know, the you, man. Best of luck to you. Likewise. Respect the hell out of you, man. Yeah. Best of luck to you. I respect the hell out of you, and Tomlin just says, likewise. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I I I don't see anything. Again, another insider oh, no. coming and, and Tomlin up. Tomlin
0: is far, far too classy to ever say something about that. I mean, again, this wasn't uh, uh, someone headhunting or looking to, um, you know, uh, 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 like take out some one of your star players or something. This was a guy did an outside kick at the end of the preseason. As far as sins go, this is a pretty minor one. I can't imagine if Tomlin was not happy. He was at most uh, slightly peeved. Also, that being said, if I was trying to get out of a conversation, I didn't want to from someone's compliment. I would just also say likewise and keep moving.
1: <laughs> the, yeah, there is no time for a conversation really there. I don't understand. Uh, you know, it's just the handshake. I'm surprised. Uh, I, I guess they do their talk before the game. I guess there's time for talking then.
0: Yeah. And it's and it's it, and again. Uh, yeah. And and so much of that is and I've heard Tomlin talk about that, too, when people ask him, what do you talk about before the game? And he says, you just ask about their kids. Yeah, and it was like you don't ask about strategy and all that. He says no, there's no time for that. You just ask about their kids. It was one of my, it was one of my favorite Tomlin sound bites many years ago. I think it was about Rex Ryan of all people. But it um, but yeah, it's and that makes sense. You see someone a competitor in your job, and you ask about their kids, and that's it. Okay.
1: It, now, if there's anything that needs some follow up, how about? Well, uh, we'll go to our own at J Hartman underscore Pitt, Jeff Hartman. Coach T and Najee might want to have a little chat today. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers find themselves in an awkward position with Najee Harris injury. You know, coach came out and said he just had his foot stepped on. but Najee was like, no, that wasn't the case at all. And it turns out it's one of these, you know, kind of serious injuries.
0: Oh, yeah. The, the, anytime you hear Liz Frank, that uh, sends a chill down your spine. It, it sounds like, you know, a high-end uh, uh, line of, fashionable clothes but it's really just this terrible injury but um but yeah i mean it seems like naji just sprained it versus uh, uh doing something worse with it which derails whole careers like Ty law
1: and you know uh so many other people but um but you say so i don't know what why do, why do you feel there was a discrepancy there well i think one because i think in the
0: preseason you don't have to tell anybody anything right I mean, if 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 you if you didn't if they weren't forced to tell people the injury information, Tomlin nor any coach wouldn't tell you anything.
1: Uh, well, uh, good point. I do. I you know I kind of wish. I hope there's some clarification. I don't like the. I don't like the fact that he was just like, because eh, I think he. I think he. Someone circled back to him, and he came back a second time, and was like, "He just got his foot stepped on." That's it, you know. So I kind of. <laughs> I kind of hope that there might be a little clarification uh, at some point, maybe, maybe on Tuesday. I'm sure on Tuesday uh, there's going to oh, be Tuesday all kinds will be a of
0: big day. And it's you know, and hopefully uh, 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 Najee is listed as probable. But yeah, it. Um, I, I think this gets back to what we were saying earlier. That line from Carvalho, but Tomlin is totally fine with the outside not knowing exactly what's going on. It's worth the uh, subterfuge for that.
1: Well, we got a lot to talk to in the, about the second half, including all these roster cuts and just the just the garbage attitude coming out of uh, <laughs> three out of four tweets from Steeler Nation. So uh, what else is coming up? Oh, I think that's a... Whoa, oh, and how about which Steeler shouldn't get the ox uh, in the oh. car? All right. Lots coming up in the yeah. second half. We'll see you in a bit. Well, we'll see you in less than a bit. We'll be, we'll be. We're just, we're just around the corner. Like at least half of a bit. Like thirty seconds. Is that a bit? I don't know. Does PFF have bit scores? Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> I have its longer than thirty seconds. Raise your brain. you got it. Raise your brain. you want it. You got confident, secure. Feeling confident? Raise your brand. Got 150 million? Raise your brand. Need AI solutions to carbon-based insurance problems? Raise your brand and reach for AcroSure. Confidence, confidence, dry and secure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, Acrosure. Raise your brand, raise your brand, AcroSure. Welcome back to what Jin's talking about. The conversation about the Steelers' social media conversation, brought to you by Mm. our partners at Acroshore AI Solutions for human carbon-based problems. We we promised roster cut talks. Let's get to the tweets. Okay, start it at Stats Guy Daniel. Daniel Valente I think this is the headline about the roster cuts but uh not everyone is celebrating Steelers Mm -hmm. drafted Mark Robinson in the seventh round and plucked running back Jalen Warren as an undrafted free agent both made a name for themselves with their play throughout camp and preseason and now they've both made the 53-man roster you know this this is the uh this is the big headline for me it's Robinson Mm -hmm. and Warren you know they're the underdogs who who uh who came and, and earned a spot on the roster
0: Oh, God, yeah. And that's the kind of thing that, in future years, gets better undrafted free agents to want to come to Pittsburgh. You will get an actual shot. You will be given... A real opportunity it's not just one and name only it's not something where they bring you in to be a body where you get beat up by some guy that went to a big school no you can come in and you can, can compete and you can win a job that's all you can ask for it the you know not to beat a dude stand in front of the flag that's the american dream i mean that's what you want a chance to go in and prove yourself and these guys did it it's tremendous that's what you want
1: uh, i mean uh yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. I, I think you said it there. Let's, uh, you know, and then the other, the other big tweet here from at the fridge fifty three Kendrick J Green. Thank you, Lord. You know, people w- wanted him off the roster, uh, but and I, and I didn't think he was going to be a he was a cut casualty at all. But uh, you know, he was grateful. Like he, he I guess he didn't think he wasn't one hundred percent certain. I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's also too. It also as as someone working that job, you could never assume that you were going to be a guy that makes it automatically. I mean, it's unless you were a big star, I that's, you know, as much, whatever criticism as I might have of Kendrick Green's play, I certainly have none with his attitude. That's the right attitude.
1: yeah, but you know, all, all these all these haters wanted him off the roster. Uh, yeah, he hasn't he hasn't played a Pro Bowl uh, game. Sure, he hasn't played. Uh, you know, uh, gr- you know, excellent. Sure, PFF scores right. haven't been great, but or average. So you far, know, but yeah, but to come at him, see some of these some of these tweets and the replies of Kendrick Green being grateful to make the team. Some of these replies. <laughs> at young bet you better thank him he's the only reason you snuck onto this roster give me a break at reggie b flow you hanging on for dear life just like that hairline what uh at i am truth troll truth troll kendrick you better pray you don't get someone hurt or worse uh at garrett m seven Garrett Krohn, LeGlue is better than you if you were anything less than a third round you'd be without a roster spot what's with this what's with this garbage attitude from steeler nation god you, you, i can't I can't even breathe where's my water gosh <laughs>
0: Well, a few things about what is it, you know, again, this is this this is how, you know, this inhumanizes us to social media. Imagine how embarrassed John LeGlue would be for this guy to bring up that uh, use used name against someone he'd been uh, competing against and with. And moreover, I would like to point out, I believe the first tweet you uh, read about, you better thank him, referencing the Lord, he alone is the reason you snuck onto this roster. I believe Kendrick Green responded to that with, your lady is mid. Yeah. Which I, I did not know was an insult, and I, I believe means like a, a, a mid-ling or a, a below average.
1: Mid-ease. Mid, yeah, I, mid is not, you know, not kind. It's not it's not kind yeah, is the, is the top like, shelf. I, I, I want to say mid it's short is for
0: mid-ling, but I, 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 I doubt that's where everyone was really up on the entomology of the word when they were using it in this Twitter
1: thread. Oh, I thought it was short for mid-ease. Mid, short for mid-ease. Mid, uh,
0: oh, oh, that could be. But regardless, I mean, it's an insult. But anyway, I, 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 I was i i i mean i you know it's one of the rare times where i was like okay good this athlete did respond to a hater i mean that's you know speaking of sticking your finger into an electric socket that's a, a bad thing to have but it seemed to be this was the only time that happened in this case
1: i wish the, i wish this official Steelers twitter account would start blocking some of these so-called fans and just you know you know i, cause I see some of these fans also that are like oh why did dj block me i don't understand yeah maybe because you tweeted something garbage he, you people don't just <laughs> randomly block uh people especially you know random fans out of the blue uh you, you, your behavior on Twitter can have consequences it should it should especially if you're doing garbage <laughs> stuff like this Steelers Twitter should just block you you look at look into Kendrick Green's r- replies and just say okay uh young bet little block you know uh, Brandon L86 a uh, little block it's just like uh, you know, it's it, it's 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 not fan behavior. It's not you know, it's not like, oh, this is the favorite team my entire life. I go all the way back to, you know, mean Joe Green or <laughs> I go all the way back to Big Ben Roethlisberger and Heinz Ward. And then you just have this garbage attitude. That's not that's not fan uh, attitude. It, and, and then you wonder why three out of four Steeler tweets are negative. And it's like because garbage <laughs> like this. It's got to be more.
0: Just imagine. It's like
1: any other interaction in life.
0: If the only thing someone knows you from is the time you publicly insulted them,
1: perhaps they don't want to continue communicating with you. Well, I think there should be more con- I think there should be more dire consequences. I think we got to get the block. You know, that would Steeler Nation would be uh, would be put on notice if uh, the official Steelers account started blocking fans. I think that would get some attention, and I, and, and I don't think it would be negative attention. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not the social media guy. Um, what about, what else about these, uh, what else? Okay. How about, um, you know, mm-hmm. let's have more, more haters on the roster cuts. How about at Mark Madden X? Wow. They should be starting LeGlue and they cut him. People were furious over some of these cuts. Don't, people don't realize you can't sign someone to the practice squad unless you cut them first. Mm-hmm. You know, it, And also
0: it, too, I mean, it's, it's, uh, LeGlue was a nice story last year, but he was never a fan of God. I mean, it's, it's, you know, I understand the idea about, oh, they just kept green because of his uh, draft pedigree. It's like, okay, but remember that him being drafted at that point versus the other guy means that he's been through several rounds of scouting and he has much more athleticism. I mean, absolutely, Green is not a finished product, and he's not where you'd want him to be, but he still has more upside than a guy like LeGlue. I can feel safe with that. I, I mean, I hope LeGlue lands on his feet. I hope he lands back on the practice squad. He is. He's on but, the practice squad. Uh, yeah, he it's is. hard for me to get too worked up about, you know, LeGlou not being it, cut LeGlou being cut on that Tuesday is uh, going to uh, somehow have anything to do with the outcome of the season. Um,
1: the, uh, the other point of outrage over these roster cuts – We'll go to at Mark bower 7 Mark Bowers, disappointed that Steelers kept Snell over McFarlane. I don't want to hear anything about Snell's special team importance. Can only hope Snell never has to line up at running back. Uh, once again, the fans don't seem to realize that special teams has importance for this team in all NFL teams. Uh, and Snell is a peak special teams performer. That's why he's on this roster. That's why Marcus Allen uh, is coming back around on the roster. You know, special teams... Uh, has a role and it, it might be why someone like uh Jannard Avery is not on this team or uh Hamilcar Rashid is not on this team. Mm-hmm.
0: And, and truthfully, you're gonna have to give somebody back to uh Danny Smith since you did cut his Justin Lane, who he yeah. did use for special teams. It um, I mean, two things one, I, 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 I without reading minds, I have no doubt that on a blocked punt. Or a you know kickoff return for a touchdown. Mark would be one of the first people to complain about why the Steelers didn't tackle. But uh, but I do like this way of argue of arguing where you find the argument that would defeat your argument and say I don't want to hear anything about. Yeah, exactly.
1: Like yeah, I don't want to. I don't I don't understand why the perspective isn't instead of man team got this wrong, got this wrong, got this wrong. Instead, why isn't the perspective man? I want to find out why team thought this way instead of the way you know all of Steeler Nation thought that Benny Snell should have got cut yet uh people like Kevin Colbert, Omar Khan, Uh, Mike Tomlin have kept him around year after year instead of saying I wonder what makes them want to keep him around instead it's like oh man what a horrible mistake it's just I I don't know is that is that narcissism or is it just
0: I I don't know if it's necessarily narcissism but I I, I, that's a little strong for me but I do think that that takes away from the idea that you the listener the fan you are the special person you have the information that no one else does, and no one can tell you otherwise. You are the person who was always right. And by the way, if this had gone the other way, I think you'd have even more people complaining that they kept Anthony McFarland because of the draft capital, because he was a fourth-round pick, and he can't play special teams versus a guy that can't.
1: It's just – I don't – you know, all – it's just – just the outrage. I know it's Twitter. It's the outrage machine. I, you know, I've trained mm-hmm. myself to hate it. I've, I've just, I've trained myself to hate it. See, I don't uh, think you had to train yourself. I think you read it and you, being
0: a thinking person, hated it. And we kind of went from there. I don't think there was any training involved. I think your instincts are right. It, uh,
1: I look at it like this. You know, it's like we're all looking at the Steelers team and a lot of some of us are looking through it through a screen like a television or a laptop or a phone some of us have a little bit broader view Where maybe we're actually on the sidelines we're an insider we see the whole field and then some of us see the entire Rooney complex in you know the whole campus and those are the the real experts you know those are people in the building And so the perspective that we all have is so minute compared to everything else so to even have the, the audacity to act like the, we know better is uh, to me is uh, it, it comes got to come from ego or something I don't know
0: I, I, I was I was actually ready for you to add another one Some of us are so viewing through a perspective of Madden or video <laughs> games where these players are all pixels and not really human beings Rather they're uh, numbers and uh, they exist merely for our amusement and disappear when we turn off the screen
1: or fantasy more like you know fantasy yeah, there, just- right That's
0: another one Yes They're even better Yeah That's a good analogy too.
1: All right. Well, you know, let's. Can someone bring the band on the field, please? It's. Uh... All right. Okay. All right. It's time for a game-winning drive. We need to. We need to come back here. We need to come back. <laughs> let's. Uh, let's. Let's pick on some insiders here. Okay. We'll start with at Joe Hayden twenty-three. Joe Hayden. Fake news. They got Drew Rosenhaus number. Uh, Kabali reported that the Steelers tried to bring back Joe Hayden, but he said no. Uh, Mm. uh, Why is this just straight up false reporting or could there be some nuance there? Is there some wiggle room? I imagine there's some place for wiggle room. I mean, it took
0: me a second to read. I actually, how often do you ever say this? I had to read Hayden's tweet twice to truly understand what he meant i think he means actually this is fake news they have drew rosenhouse number if they want to call him versus my initial read has been fake news they called drew rosenhouse and he said i didn't want to come back
1: which okay. is not
0: the way that should work because rosenhouse is his agent should uh should um, want the paycheck interests and um what he wants so yeah so i you know i i I was a little surprised when I initially heard that Hayden didn't want to come back, but I wasn't surprised. Surprised, but um, but yeah, I, I, I imagine this is one where there's a bit of nuance in between, or maybe you know they wanted, or may, I mean it could be a bunch of things. Maybe they called Hayden and said, "Hey, do you want to come back for this reduced number?" And Hayden said, "Well, maybe I'll think about it," and but not right the second. And then the Steelers looked at the corners they had and said, "Hey, this Wallace guy is even better than we thought. Maybe we're sticking with him." Yeah. I mean, that's the kind of thing that could very easily cover everyone's bases here.
1: The only, yeah, I'll give you a little bit of nuance. If maybe it was, hey, do you want to come back for the vet minimum? Uh, you know, I but I but but I think Joe would. You know, Joe just coming out and saying fake news. Uh, I you know, and who and who could Kabbali sources be? It's 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 not Omar Khan, is it?
0: No, but it, 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 it's but I mean these people that have been doing it for decades. I mean, as easy it is to goof on them, they probably do have some sources in there somewhere. If you work in the same place for more than ten years, I imagine there's someone that will
1: talk to you somewhere. Well, I'm not done with Kabali because this guy is. I, he's coming out. I, I feel he's coming out with a hater vibe this week. Let's let's go to at Mark Kabali himself. Mark Kabali. Chase Claypool has been injured all camp, and it's going to be a lot of catch up for him. I think. Alright, that's not mm. controversial, that's true. But then he went on to uh Pat McAfee show and uh, came out with a little bit more of a hater vibe here. Once again, Claypool, if you're in a fantasy football world, I would not um probably draft him. Well, I mean, even McAfee was kinda of blown away by that. Like he just kinda I mean, I know he's I I know fantasy is not the same as in reality, in terms of the, the sports conversation, but to just come out and say, basically saying, I don't think Claypool's going to be any good.
0: Well, I, I, I don't know. Again, this is some nuance here. Look, I know nothing about fantasy football. I specifically do not play fantasy football because one, I hate it. And two, I, I don't, I, it, it, whenever I would do it as a kid, I would occasionally end up, you know, thinking non-stealer things, which is not what I need to pollute my <laughs> mind with. But regardless, I would, I mean, I don't know a lot about fantasy, but again, how many times are you drafting who's at best the third wide, rec- the third receiver option on a team and very possibly the fourth, depending on how many times they're throwing to Najee or if Pickens really steps up. I mean, it's the balls going to DJ and Friar Mouth more Friarmouth more likely than Claypool so I mean it if the guy is coming off injury and is catching up slow then I don't know if you should draft the third receiver on a team with a rebuild offensive line and new quarterback and all that many fantasy leagues
1: no, well, now see now if now if, if Kabali had said that on McAfee, I see. that's okay. a very nuanced type of answer. But just to be like you know, and I know we're we're all showing attitude on the McAfee show or whatever. Oh yeah, but no, everyone's
0: got everyone's cool. Everyone's a stand up. Everyone's got jokes. Oh yes,
1: we're swearing. It's all we're so cool. Oh our,
0: oh, can you oh the, oh you can swear anything. Oh okay. Yeah. it's one of those. Then by all means, we're we're at the cool end of the lunch table. Okay, I didn't realize it was that kind of vibe.
1: You know, but hey, but you, but what you're saying is kind of similar to. Two, at NFL Rookie Watch, NFL Rookie Watch, NBC Sports' Peter King said he wouldn't be surprised if George Pickens gets more targets than Chase Claypool. Uh, have we, I don't know if we've seen that. Have we seen a rookie get more targets in recent history? Well, I mean, it's, it's,
0: ironically, I'm sure Claypool got plenty of targets Yeah, rookie. Yeah. rookie. Two, I'm not sure we've seen a rookie quite like Pickens in some time. And three, I mean, as I learned from you, during the draft recap, I, I apparently have to have more respect for Peter King than I thought I did, since he was the guy that got the draft thing right more than a lot of folks, despite the fact he went tools around in a car from the New England area. like
1: Yeah, he's like Madden kicking on a plane, right? Come on.
0: Right, right. I mean, it's, you know, Peter King knows more than I thought. I mean, that was kind of a revelation.
1: Um, all right let's go down to i don't know it's like oh you want to talk about Quincy Roche Well, Giants cut him too i don't even want to talk about him let's let's well, uh, I mean,
0: I, but i think Quincy Roche is not unlike this Reed guy that the Steelers got us that you know we it's linebackers might not be quite like quarterbacks like quarterbacks they always say there's 32 jobs in the world as a starting quarterback but there aren't 30 guys that can do it i think I'd like side linebackers kind of the opposite I think there's more guys that can do it than there are actual good jobs doing it. So that's why I'm not at all surprised that somebody like Roche, who might have a bit of talent, and this Reed guy that apparently put together, what, seven sacks a year for the last two years or something, uh, uh, was traded. I think there's more good guys out there than you might think.
1: We need more good guys. Good guys win. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Let's go to, how about at WWE wwe steelers in the house for wwe raw it was cam and connor hayward uh it was warmly and alex highsmith um hmm. cam and worley and warmly were doing the john cena symbol like you can't see me i was like man oh. is that that whole is that how old we are now that like the the old guys on the team are like john cena fans not even like rock i, I, fans? I, think, I think to them
0: cena is what hogan was to many of us like this was the face When we were children. Again, I, I, I want to take this opportunity to any of you fans, particularly younger ones listening to this, please go find those pictures of Roethlisberger standing next to Triple H in like 2006. Just so you can
1: understand exactly the height difference of these people. He could have, uh, you know, yeah, when it was like Max Starks and Ben Roethlisberger, they could have been a tag team. Maybe they could have, they could have pulled it off.
0: And moreover, they would have been one of those tag teams where, like, whatever their gimmick is, is clearly built around their size. It would have been like the Eiffel's Tower or something, like the the giant boot,
1: the stiff boot. No, right, right, right. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. The valley and the peak, like some nonsense like that.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I, I do feel old. If John, you know, John Cena's the face. I guess, I guess it's, I guess it's not that. I well, guess. I mean,
0: it's also yeah. I mean, it's, it's you notice it's Cam and Wormley, Wormley did that, not Highsmith and Little Hayward. The guys who are what as old as is, is Highsmith even twenty five? I don't it's think he is
1: something like that. Yeah, they're you know they're 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 they think that uh yeah their idea. I don't even I can't even make a joke. Whatever. I was gonna
0: say I think somebody showed me a picture of Roman Reigns and said this is like the new face, and I'm
1: like okay. Yeah, but this... he's been around ten years even. You know. They, oh my god, the Miz. Okay. The, I mean, I remember when I the Miz was was on a reality show, The Real World. Okay. uh world. Final thing. Let's give the, let's give the final thing. At the Steelers themselves, Pittsburgh Steelers. Which teammate are you not giving the ox to? And the consensus was Mitch Trubisky. All he plays is country, apparently. Mm. And that, Born and
0: raised in the Cleveland metro area, and all he plays is country. I mean, I guess. I mean, uh, you like the music you like. I mean, it's, I can see there is something funny about to me this image of like they're in the locker room and Mitch is loudly playing some contemporary country. And while everyone else tries to get along with their day, Mitch is like wordlessly, tunelessly humming it. <laughs> like just, just a very intense face, just like, well, so, you, can't, you, you know, can't I don't get- even know what a yeah, I don't even know what a modern country song is. You can't so, get pumped sure up to I that. I'm sure I don't want to hear it in my place of work.
1: You can't get pumped up to it. You know, it's like it's if, if it was outlaw country, maybe some old, maybe you can get pumped up to that. But yeah, if it's in the locker room and it's, you know, some, uh, some boot scootin' boogie, I mean, that's a classic now. But some, you know, line dance country, some uh, Dan and Shay, come on, Mitch. Is that that's, that's what you're blasting on your ride? I don't know. <laughs>
0: Nobody loves football. As much I got as I do. none of those references.
1: You know, Mitch. Mitch loves football. He doesn't love uh, music necessarily. There I don't you know.
0: Go. I, I, I think he would probably look at it that way. I don't know if it's time
1: to use football. All right. Well, uh, it's uh, it's about that time. I think that's what Coach, we've been geez. talking about. That is what we've been talking about, Coach. Um, you know, geez. uh it's up to you now. I don't know. It's like. We actually we got some reviews we got some reviews I shouldn't be so down oh, good. we got some reviews here uh, let's see this is from steal the bets five-star review on Apple btSC has been my go-to for in-depth Steeler analysis news notes and general fan feelings it's for fans wow. by fans and it's the real deal I uh, I will say that yeah there's a lot of fan feelings uh, and, and maybe too much <laughs> too, maybe too much fan feelings <laughs> We also got one. Well, hey, if we're gonna give the five star reviews, we got to give the one star review too from Please. R. R. Mullins 0609, BTSC, Most are knowledgeable and entertaining. Some are not. Okay, hater, with your one star review,
0: <laughs> you gotta go. Get, I've been called far worse, and I think you have too. I
1: That's guess if so. I, you know, if we're gonna ask you to write reviews for us, then I gotta, you know, I gotta give one-star reviews as much credo as the five-star reviews but you know sure. do a little do a little favor and, and spread the word because that's how you know the algorithm works i don't know if you if you don't want to yeah, leave a review is,
0: uh, google is watching
1: if you don't want to leave a review tell a friend word of mouth is very cool you know behind the steel curtain we've got like 25 podcasts uh we all bear a little responsibility to make sure that we elevate this floor yeah we need you to we need you to do we i don't know man it's like this podcast game is just is just going crazy i see some of these other podgers out there they're just going they're going video production they're going big i see t i yin's hers i got new t-shirts there's merch out there everyone's everyone's upscaling we're just trying to keep the pace here we need your help to spread the word word of mouth is Mm -hmm. how it works uh and in, in, in fact, actually, I'll give you a little tease. Coming September 22nd, we're going to try to raise the platform. You know, we're, we're bringing you what Jin's Talking Live, the, the live West Coast postgame show. And it's unlike anything you've seen uh, in Steelers podcast history. So be ready, be ready for that. Man, we always wow. show respect to the other men that we work alongside, man. And keep listening to Behind the Steel Curtain twenty five podcasts a day. Uh, I, I don't even there's there's, there's no schedule. You got to discover it yourself. You've got to discover <laughs> it. It's, it's it's out there. It's in the it's in the ether. Uh, Behind the Steel Curtain.com has got all the news with the. Uh, new practice squad signings and comings and goings. A lot of comings and goings. This 53 isn't done yet. Uh, Oh, no. You know, the journey has only started. Uh, Where can we find you on social media, Greg? Uh, Until Uh, next time. I'm on
0: Twitter and Instagram at Greg Benevent, B as a boy, E-N-E, B as Victor,
1: E-N-T. I'm Kyle Kreis on Twitter. I'm on TikTok. I'm on IG. I hate social media, but you will find me on Twitter. So leave us a message if you're actually listening i don't know is that you know i think there's like two or three listeners so i appreciate Probably you. Confident. i appreciate you too and mm-hmm. uh and then this r mullins with the one star review at least you're listening so i'll give you i'll oh, give you yeah. that um until next week uh make sure you listen to coach be the best selves that's gonna be required stay in school